Hello, and thank you all for tuning in. Once again, this is La La Madness, episode 8 of The Fierce Review. And today, there are quite a few topics. Yes, quite a few. So, um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, at La La Madness, and also SoundCloud. And also, you can follow me on Facebook at the La La Madness. And um, we're going to be talking about, first and foremost, the Affordable Care Act. So, not sure how many of you have heard, however, but they are a judge in Texas um, has pretty much um, went against the Affordable Care Act and ruled against it, stating it is unconstitutional. Now, this is the thing. So, the Affordable Care Act, as you know, possibly you know, known probably by the Obamacare Act and and things of that nature, Affordable Care Act, that thing that if you don't sign up for health insurance, which they give you the option to there at a reduced cost, so they say, then you can be penalized during tax time for not having health insurance since they make it available for you, so they say. Still doesn't mean it's quite a savings, and we know the middle class has it the hardest. That'll be a whole nother topic about class levels. That's coming up later on today. However, with the if they take back the Affordable Care Act, we know that has mandated some employers um, to cover and also insurance companies to cover pre-existing conditions, things like pregnancy, um, let's see, mental health, pregnancy, childbirth, prescriptions, hospital care, your normal doctor visits, emergency room visits. Those are mandated to be covered. Okay. So if those are mandated to be covered, then they have to cover them. And a lot of people already have pre-existing conditions before they go to another insurance carrier. So say if you had coverage somewhere for a long time, or maybe if you didn't, and it was deemed that in 1990 you had this so-called issue, and then you end up getting coverage through somewhere else now, whether that's changed due to a job, due to financial reasons, due to a different carrier, things happen. You have to switch carriers sometimes. You do, and then now, once you switch carriers, they decide, oh, you had that pre-existing condition before you came to us, so we're not going to be liable for paying for any medical costs that are incurred by this. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just turning the television off from the recall about cauliflower and lettuce. Turned it off, so can't report on that. I'll go ahead and research a little bit on it, but the recalls are still happening as well. But let's not get off subject here. The Affordable Care Act. So now, those services that you were getting with your uh, insurance is now possibly not going to have to cover that. Now, right now, they are covering it still. If you have signed up for the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, as some know it as, um, which I believe the deadline was Saturday, um, December. It usually ends in December. So it ended Saturday. Now, this year they did admit that there was less advertising for it, and there was also a shorter window to sign up. So, therefore, that would cover your 2019 coverage, which, if anything, went into effect from the judge in Texas. Now, of course, we know it's going to go to the Supreme Court, so that'll make the final decision on whether it's unconstitutional or not. Now, the reason that they're calling it unconstitutional is because they're stating that it has to be one and the other part. So, both parts have to go together in order to make it a full law or a full thing as far as the Affordable Care Act. So... They repealed the tax, the penalty last year in 2017. So now you will no longer become penalized if you um, don't have insurance that year. Now they can't penalize you anymore. However, that goes along with that law, the Affordable Care Act. That is one of the ramifications of having that insurance or of that insurance being provided. So if you sign up for it, you also need to get penalized if you don't sign up for it since it's available. So if you take that away, then now you don't have the law is not whole. It's not what it was originally. So therefore, you can't fight it at that point, which is what they're doing now, because that's what makes it unconstitutional, because it's not being upheld by both ends of the bargain.
So we have to wait to see what happens with it during when it goes to Supreme Court. Now, um, at the end of the day, if the enrollment periods are shorter and you have um, less advertising and now everyone that has signed up are good and then you have I believe seven or eight states California included that provides their own health care and have their own time slots for when things open and close as far as enrollment periods so those you still may be able to sign up for those few states that have their own coverages available however we have to wait and see where this goes as far as the Affordable Care Act being called unconstitutional already by a judge in Texas and then we'll see if it makes it up to the Supreme Court in order to um, see if it's going to be repealed or not. And then after that, your job doesn't have to cover any pre-existing conditions, your pregnancies, your time off, none of that. Time off is a separate thing anyway. But at least cover you having your child or cover you going to the doctor or cover you having an emergency. So they really at this point have to still because the law is still in effect. But if it is not, then it goes back to your job not having to cover these things either. And then they can offer you a lower grade package, which doesn't cover any of the things that I mentioned. Because they don't have to. Now they have to, so this is what you're getting. But if this law is reversed, then they won't have to. Keep that in mind. So we'll have to follow that just to see kind of what happens with that. But this could be a drag on debate for years, years and years because it has to go to the Supreme Court. So your coverage is fine right now. If you didn't sign up and if you're um, then you need to find out how get an extension or something. They have those things. Find out what you need to do in order to say why you didn't sign up before Saturday if you need it. However, um, if you don't need it, then you're fine. But just make sure that you're signed up in those states that have it at separate times. Make sure you sign up before your deadline and your coverages are still good at the way that they were prior to this discussion of possibly taking it away. All right. And that's what we have for the Affordable Care Act and the possible possibly being repealed or called unconstitutional. Anyway, and now I'm going to move on to the government shutdown. Now, Trump. I am tired of having these conversations about you, honey. Trump, listen to me carefully. Okay. Why do you want to continue to go around and bully people into doing what you want them to do and then it being some unusual consequence if they don't? So, the government shutdown is basically because Trump wants $17 billion, not million. I know it looked like I was about to say million. You did $17 billion, not million dollars in order to build this wall the mexico border wall once again so we are here discussing this mexico border wall that mexico has already stated they're not going to pay for like who came up with this anyway you decided trump that you wanted a border wall and you decided that you want so apparently I thought, me personally, that since this is what you wanted and the Democrats are not agreeing with it, Mexico saying they're not paying for it, nobody wants this really but you. So why don't you take some of that Trump money you got from all them little towers running around here to Trump this, to Trump that, Trump bucks and all this shit. Take that and then you go build the wall that you want up so bad. Since you're willing to forfeit your salary, your $400,000 a year from being president, since you're willing to forfeit that, what you could do is use some of that for these four years. That's a little build up to say, you know, if you're doing the presidency thing, four times four, boom, pal, you got something to put on it. And you move right along from there. Tell them to take that, front you, boom. And then take a couple salaries from the Trump people too. Take a little charitable donation. Them niggas could do it. And then, oh, well, you could do it because that's your shit, right? So then, then you could do that. So at the end of the day, Trump, if you want the wall built, then what you need to do is build the wall with your own change. Because apparently the Democrats is not having it right now. They're not with it. OK, the Democrats said we're not doing it. So what's he do? He proposes a government shutdown 
for the $17 billion that he hasn't received or that he wants, rather, in order to build this wall. So you're going to threaten that by December 21st, if you don't have an agreement to these $17 billion funds, that you just decide you're going to shut the government down. That's going to affect banks, transportation, this, this, and that, because everything operates off money. And we know, and why would you do this after y'all read up, the government read up on their money in September? We know this. Or do we know this? Because everybody else think about when they re-up on their money, when they waiting on their W-2s to come in at the end of January and everybody clucking for the mail that or for the email. However you get yours, mm, y'all headed down there. Well, the government can give y'all that little stipend because they get their money in September. Already got it. They already good. Been sitting good. They're great. Now, what you need to do is make sure that you good too. Because what you going to do if your bank ain't working and all your money on a debit card? Mm-hmm. We already head into the one world currency. You know, the Bitcoin, the this and that. They already got the Bitcoin little ATMs up, letting you know what's up. We trying to go to the currency. They about to chip everybody, and that's going to be your money, too. You, If they cut you, they going to have to send you to prison. They going to cut your damn chip off. Then you won't be buying shit. You won't be living nowhere, and you won't be working either because you don't exist. That's the ultimate jail right there. So I'm not, that's a whole nother show too. But at the end of the day, if you want to go towards the government shutdown, Trump, over a wall that you decide you want to build that nobody else really wants nor cares about at this moment, don't nobody give a damn about that wall but you. Build it yourself. Pay for it yourself. Use your own coin. You supposedly got it right. You the man. You apprenticing everybody and everything across the globe. So I'm sure that your ass can put your own ducats into the wall that you want. But how dare you try to bully Democrats and anybody else and the Mexicans and Mexico itself to build something that you just specifically decided you wanted because it's going to benefit you and whoever you decide side or feel like it's going to benefit but let them people decide and if they want to decide that that's what's going to benefit them then they need to chip in right along with your ass to build that wall so those that's in favor of all start a trump fund and build it with the coins that y'all want to build it with and with the coins that apparently is available that y'all making because y'all want the shit built so y'all can have everything for yourself whatever y'all reasoning may be at the end of the day what you need to do is figure out where you're going to get the change from because Threatening to shut down an entire government for people because they don't give a damn about what you trying to do. People don't support what the hell I do. I, I don't get mad. What you, what you mad at? That's your shit. Make it work. At the end of the day, you the president. You want a wall. Make it work. But telling somebody you want $17 billion to build a wall or you're going to shut down the government is absolutely ludicrous, along with half the other things that you do. Ludicrous don't make sense. You make irrational statements. Then when somebody jump on and irrationally make a statement against your ass or put your wife up there in the jacket and have her stripping for T.I., um, the lookalike, not your wife, the lookalike, then you feel some type of way. But you don't feel no type of way about the shit you say and the shit you do. So you want the wall, Trump. I'm going to tell you right here, hearing it from Lala Madness myself. I don't give a damn how you feel about it. Um, build your own damn wall. And Democrats, don't you get that nigga a damn dime because what he's trying to do is bully everybody into doing what he want to do because he's such a sucker. That's what suckers do. All right. Now, moving right along. Mm -hmm. Now, they have unearthed, they, meaning archaeologists, mm -hmm, have unearthed a tomb in Cairo, Egypt, that is 4,400 years old. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. They went in the tomb. They had it all. I mean, everything they found. All of the hieroglyphics and everything, everything that was noted on the wall, how he was saying his mother's name, writing over because he was supposedly, you know, a mama's boy. I don't know why the hell, why he can't just be paying homage to his mama. The news people got to say that he was. And yes, CBS, CBS, I'm talking about you, CBS Morning News, the one with Oprah girlfriend with Gail. Yeah, y'all. All right. Now, and CNN has the same report as well. So you can fact check your own, get your own information. And um, so the pyramid is named the Saqqara, S-A-Q-Q-A-R-A -A -A pyramid in Cairo, Egypt. Okay. Now, Waitay or Wait, yeah, 
Watai, whatever, W-A, uh-huh, T-A-Y, him. So he is supposed to be the um, priest or emperor who is supposed to have been buried in this tomb that they are now trying to find a body. Now, you done found the tomb. This is how I feel about this. You found the tomb. You need to go and find dig up the body too. Now, how the hell would you feel if your parents then pay all that money to bury your dead ass and then somebody come and just decide 4,000 years later they want to unearth you because they find it to be so interesting? Leave me alone. Like, I was here before you showed up. Like, I was here to mind my own damn business. Like, I'm not here bothering nobody. I'm not here doing none of that. I am in my own tomb and been here for the last 4,000 years. I feel you. What, waity, waita, whoever. You, I feel you. Who told y'all to come and unearth this man after 4,000 years? Then they're going to slide in the fact that they done did this four times. I mean, 12 times in the year. So y'all done went and found 12 tombs in Egypt in the last year. Talking about this supposed to be helping their economic status and bring tourists. No, it's helping y'all ass because why y'all and mm, what's over there? What's in them tombs that we know that because I ain't heard about no 12. I have not heard about 12 tombs being nothing this year. I'm just hearing about it right now. I'm hearing about it right now. Sounds juicy. Sounds important. Sounds like you found something. Now you're going to go find the body too. And you about to dig all up in that man's tomb till you find his body in the tomb. You are already violating the hell out of it. With your cameras and everything. I mean, more digging. I mean, I get you want to come. It's not a museum, though. It's not a museum. Tombs are not museums that are supposed to be open to the public to come and view, to come and take with you. Then when you wonder why you take some of this shit to your house, it got old bad juju on it. Because they done humdella the shit out of it before it came to your house. 4,000 years ago, anybody that removed anything from this tomb, so be it. Your ass going to be cursed, you and your whole family. Everybody in a tomb could have some shit on them now because you want to bring niggas in there to come check something out. Who told you to do that? How you know they like that? How you know 4,000 years later, I want to be fucked with? Then you mad at the grave robbers. Why here if somebody go rob a grave and dig up all the jewels out of a nigga casket or dig up all whatever is in somebody's casket, digging up a tomb? It's against the law. Mm. Well, we know who made that law. His story made. The same niggas that wrote his story made that law. Can't dig up a tomb. Why? Because they want you to pay for the dude that invented the tax on burying people. Yeah, that shit was created. That shit ain't nothing. They figured out a way. Oh, we got this plot here for you. And we're going to charge you to bury your dead relatives. Because back in the day, there was no charge for burying nobody. Now it is. So now, if the, but if I got a tomb that I done made for myself, I don't plan on you coming in, Mr. Whoever. The sign you done found me. Want to share it with the world, and then now you want to find my body, too, and dig it up to do what? That's grave robbing. It's the same thing. You take back little artifacts, put it in little museums, take it to people's houses and shit, sell it to the highest bidder. This is what you do with them tombs. Find out how they had electricity and running water 4,000 years ago, but man themselves now is trying to figure it out, and we still figuring it out after what? A thousand years ago? Y'all had running water and all that. No, niggas were still using wells a thousand years ago. So how is it? See, this is what they're trying to find out. How is it that 4,000 years ago, they had running water, this, this, and that, all electricity popping off, and they knew all this. They was doing all this stuff that they hieroglyphing about. But then we didn't know nothing about it because it was a gap in time for a couple thousand years before we figured out how to do the same stuff that they already was doing all over again like it's brand new. That shit ain't new. It was never new. That's what you're trying to find out, ain't it? Except for I'm not about to get into all that because I ain't got time for my little show to be shut down and y'all niggas to come looking for me and all this because you know how they feel about you talking too much. Oops. Okay. So just because I know about it don't mean I got to talk about it. Y'all better research on your own. But at the end of the day, just drop a little jewel out there. What you looking for in the tombs? You found what? I bet we're not going to get a full report on what you found in the tombs, are we? Because now you got to find the body. That's what they That's what they stated, that they're going to be looking for that, too. So I'm just confused after what is it that y'all found 
12 times so far this year in other tombs that y'all have found in Egypt. And then now y'all have found one that's 4,000 years old. And it's such a great discovery. And it was by this person here. And he had all this up on the wall. I don't understand what you want to know. What you looking for? What's there? Mm-hmm. Because you ain't digging up no damn tombs nowhere else. That ain't the only place they got pyramids. It's pyramids worldwide. Why you choosing them? Go down there and fuck with the Mayan pyramids down there and um down there in Central America and shit. Go check out. They got pyramids too. Check them out. What? Why you ain't bothering them to pyramids? You want to go fuck with the ones in Egypt? Mm-hmm. That part. So, I just find it quite interesting that you would want to go and continue to find now the 13th pyramid of the year. The year. You find the one like once a month or some shit. That is Buku coins. Who you selling these stories to? CBS? Who you telling about it? You writing books about it? You finding artifacts and selling them to museums? I mean, what are you doing? Like, how is this profitable for you? I think I just named all the ways they profitable. Hint, hint. However, why do you keep going and now you finding one, an average of 1.2 a month? That point two fucked you up, ain't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Boat decline. Anyway, the 1.2 a month, okay, of these pyramids that you find. What you, I mean, why though? What are we looking for? We're looking for all the stuff that y'all want to know, that y'all want to research to figure out this, that, and the third. Then they can come and tell you they don't know. They ain't heard about it. They ain't checked. Everything you thinking about, they've already found out. They already know. They telling you. Bam. Believe they found that shit a minute ago before they told you they found it. They researched the hell out of it before they brought y'all news ass in there. Believe that. So they already got what they want. They found what they want. They keep finding it. They told you they gonna dig some up and find the body to find out what he got going on too. What all do you need? Y'all already getting DNA from Willie Mammoths up in that article and shit. Y'all got blocks of ice of old ass animals and shit that y'all finding and y'all taking um DNA scrapings off of. So we know that y'all cloning shit. So y'all gonna be cloning shit too. Like what you doing? What? Why you want the body? I'm not about to keep going there about why you want the body. What you want to know? What you want to know? Why would you need to come in that people's house? They in the tomb, dead. They ain't bothering you. They ain't coming up in your house fucking with you while you sleep. I'm, child, look here. Look, that's all I got to say on that. All right. Now, I'm going to go on to banning homework. So now a couple places, a couple different states has toyed with the idea of banning homework. Now, they're saying that the average elementary school student takes an additional 4.65. I don't know where they get these damn numbers from. 4.65 additional hours per week of homework. And the average high school student spends an additional seven point, I mean, seven hours of homework a week. Mm, okay. Now, this is my thing. If you're already at school, or the children, rather, just like work. Because you're training them to go to work, right? That's what school is. You're training them to go to work or to go to prison. Them the only two places you're training them for when they're in elementary and high school. To go to one or the other because they have the same sediment, right? Prison or a job. Same shit. Raised the same. You just decide which path they're going to take and you find out as they get there. That part. So now... If they are already spending from some schools seven something, some schools eight something. So we'll just say you're eight to three scheduled. Now, if I'm already here from eight to three. Most human beings work, what, you're eight to four. So you in school one hour less. Let's go ahead and put that extra hour in there because they have to get transported, whether that's by you, the parent, whether they're walking to and from school or whether they're getting transported by bus, they're getting transported. So there is additional time there. So who the hell about to be working an eight to four? And then you want me to come home and do homework, too. Now, let me tell you what I've told about told jobs. And I get you got to make it stick. You got to make sure they got the information. You better make sure they got that information while the hell they in class. How about that? How much, why do I need to go home and do a whole extra, extra day of free work is what seven hours amounts to. An extra day of free work 
on a Saturday. So that's basically if you take their regular seven or eight to three school schedule and just move that to a Saturday, all the hours that they've done in homework for the week, which will be those additional seven hours for high school students and 4.65 for elementary and middle school students, then you're still doing the extra days of work. So that's like them going to school or work on a Saturday for free, or that's like them taking home job work. Now, unless you're a doctor and you charting when you get home, or unless there are some jobs that you are going to chart or you are going to have additional work that you take home. That's because your ass is salaried. You're salaried and that's what you're signed up for. Now, if you paying me by the hour, you got me all the way bent if you think I'm about to take home some homework. In the child's case, it's homework. In the business, grown people, professional world, it's extra work. Once people clock out, which will be the child clocking out at 3 o'clock, don't ask me to take nothing home. Unless I'm plugging up something and logging into your system and I'm getting um, clock, clock, tink, tink. I'm getting an extra bonus for signing into this thing. I'm getting because I got to make some calls. Or I got to do some extra charting. I have to do some tink, tinking and send out some email. I don't care what it is. If I am off your clock and I'm not getting paid, don't ask me to do nan nothing, period, dot. So why you keep sending these kids home with this homework? So y'all can get them ready for the real world to work for free like they're going to be doing anyway? You get to a job. The job get mad when you don't want to work for free off the clock. Then you get fired. Now, that's a whole issue. And you got to go fight the labor board on what really happened. Who got time for that? Why well, I got bills in the house? So people get scared. They sit at home and they, and they sit at home. They think about it and they take their ass back to work and keep doing the same job that's pimping the shit out of them. This is what happens. And then this is the society that you want to scare people into. But at the same time, you have raised them to continue to work extra for free since they've been in elementary school. You're working for free already by doing extra work. When I clock out from 7 to 3 and I, or 8 to 3, whatever it may be, and I'm here doing school work, I'm learning all these sometimes 6 to 8 courses a day because you ram all these different classes and you think that these kids is really getting an hour and something a day, if that, in each class to do what? First of all, you're dealing with additional questions from people that may not be up to speed on everybody else, then now I have to hear and take time from repeated information. That's a waste of my damn time. So I didn't really get what I needed to get in this session today. So, so now I got to go home and now do the same thing that I didn't even get earlier for another four some hours a week. And they line for some hours a week. I have a high schooler seven hours a week. I have a high schooler. They do way more than seven hours a week. That's on average, I'm sure, of homework because she be in there on for hours, hours doing projects. She got to be a part of this. I got to buy extra supplies to go out and take pictures and have red Kool-Aid for the little film. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. This is extra stuff that they're doing outside that they don't get. Yeah, it's a grade, but the grade that I'm getting should be done in the classroom that I'm participating in for the time I'm here. If you're not going to give me extra credit for doing work outside of when I leave this thing, then I'm not just like a no human being unless you are on salary is going to work for free. They not about to keep showing up, going home, working an additional eight hours a week for you when they get home and act like they have clocked in again and continue to do homework or write that report for you or do this and do that. It don't make no sense. That's what that time is for when you're in class. I get having an assignment over, okay, the next two weeks, y'all need to submit a paper. I get having extra assignments, but for it to be every day where you have some kind of, you know, back in the day, kindergarten, they get their little packet for the week. And they go on about their business. They train them already at kindergarten. Get your packet for the week and learn your time management. How you going to work it out? Who the hell would need to be doing that at five years old? Talking about some homework. They, apparently, they do. Now, you got these kids already trained that by the time they get into high school, they are already committing to working a salaried schedule. 
which is whenever the hell you want them to. A salary schedule means when I call you, that job need to be done. If I tell you, oh, by the way, I know you don't work eight hours today. Appreciate it. But you salary. So I need this report done, that report done, and this, this, and that, and I need it by Friday. And they're going to expect it done. That you can bet, you can guarantee they're going to want that done. And if you salary, they expect it. So you are already treating children like they are salary employees from the time they are in kindergarten. Coming home with the packet. Then they get to elementary and they're doing almost five hours a week of, of extra homework. Then they get there and they're doing seven, eight hours in high school. How long, how much extra work do they need to do? I'm not saying don't throw in an extra assignment. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm not saying don't give them any. But when you have six to eight additional classes, well, six to eight classes, not additional, rather, six to eight classes, they want to participate in some in sports. Some want to participate in cheerleading. Some want to participate in other stuff like chess and this, this, and that. Whatever their activity is outside of school that they participate in. When are they supposed to do that if they got an additional eight hours of homework that they're supposed to do and be on the practice and practice for this and practice for that and practice for whatever extracurricular activity they want to do? When is it time to do that? Because school has dominated 40 hours of a week, damn near 32 at least. You in school full time. You can believe that. 32 hours is dominated to school and then you add an additional eight on that you want me to do for free and then I'm supposed to do what with my time? I'm like a real parent that got to come home. They don't have time to do nothing but eat, take their baths and do whatever extra homework you done sent home. So now a couple states are banning the fact that homework is causing anxiety. It's causing anxiety and it's causing an additional extra uh, depression and other things, mental and psychological issues, because all children don't learn the same. Now, in the future, they will change education to where you're, you're learning by your individual learning style. That's already in the works. So they're learning. They're going to change education to where your individual learning style. Some people learn by seeing things. Some people learn by hearing a lecture. Some learn by building it, putting things together physically themselves. So people learn different ways. So like I mentioned in previous podcasts, you cannot put 30 kids in the same room and expect them to all get the same message being delivered the same way. They need to be broken down in their individual learning styles in order for them to be able to be successful in learning what they need to learn and how they need to learn it in order to obtain it and grasp it. Then you send them through a battery of tests that they didn't get because they don't know what the heck just went on these whole nine months I've been in class because I don't learn that way. So now you have it to where they're going to be changing how um, children learn and things of that nature in class. Okay. Until you do that, I feel like you don't need to have kids doing an additional eight hours of work. Some class, some places have already did the testing. They've already done everything to, to say that these children are basically stressed, depressed, and have anxiety from doing eight additional hours of homework a week. Like, and I agree. I have a teenager, like I said. So I am going to agree because I know exactly what my teenager goes through. When is she supposed to participate in additional stuff? I can't this weekend because I got this to do. I can't. And it's school related. Why are you doing stuff school related on the weekend? Why are you doing stuff school related after you left school for seven, eight hours? Now you're here doing it again for more hours so now unless now see when i was in high school i had an a and b schedule i went to mcclimates a and b schedule monday you have a you have your first four classes on the b schedules you have classes five through whatever else you got five through eight okay so you got four one day and four the next day four one day and four the next day so every day so you have an additional day to do your homework you have an additional day to add on where, okay, instead of eight hours today, I got more time to take in this message from class. What is this material? I got extra time to ask questions because now they'll get it probably two hours in the class as opposed to the hour that you're giving them. That they, what they supposed to learn in it? 
and you sending them to eight straight classes. Then want them to go to somebody's PE and be pumped up, sweaty and tired somewhere in the middle of the day. And you think my brain is going to be working. Well, you're going to tell me like I'm in boot camp. You want to tell me to turn my brain on because now it's time to eat and go back out there and work my brain now after I done physically worked. Who are you talk? Look, look here. Education is important. Hear me now. I'm going to say that. It is. It's very important. But the structure of education is jacked up. Okay. It's meant to send them into full-time salary positions where you're going to work for whatever they tell you you worth nonstop around the clock because that's what they said. Or you're going to prison. It's both set up the same way. It's a damn shame, but that's what it's set up for. But don't have my child, and I'm glad other parents are seeing it, and school districts themselves. I didn't come up with this about banning homework. They're coming up with it because they are seeing that it is not conducive to the child to do an additional seven to eight hours of homework a week on top of going here for 30-something hours. And then it's not my fault that every school does not have the A and B schedule where you would give the children time to learn and time to get and grasp the information that they went and said in four maximum classes today Four, okay? Now, in college, your ass can only take what? Full time is what? Mm-hmm. You're going to take four classes, 12 units, if they three units apiece, Okay. You taking four for the whole damn semester. But you got these high schoolers and middle schoolers taking eight, six to eight classes every day. Tell me how that add up. Six to eight classes for children that are younger every day because you're getting them ready for something. And a damn show ain't nobody's college. You working six to eight hours a day. And then when they get in college, they only going for four classes for several weeks. Because you know that that don't make sense. You know that you can only really handle the load full time is just that four classes full time. It should be like that in school. If you're going to make them go to school and take eight classes, break them classes up into one four on one day and four the next day. That gives them time to complete their assignments, time to get a damn breather and soak in. What the hell you talking about? What if my family got an event that they got to go to tonight? And then now I got still three, four hours of homework that I'm supposed to do. When am I? Then when I show up and it ain't done, you mad at me and want to give me an F. What kind of shit that make? I mean, what kind of sense that make? And yeah, shit was probably the right word to use. What kind of sense do that shit make? That part, I say it that way because I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm not going to try to understand it. I've always advocated for years why this doesn't make sense because I was a student too. I've been a college student. I know exactly how it works on both ends. It is a reason why they tell you in real life, you can only take four classes. You want to take five, go ahead and be bad and take five in college and get it done and get it out the way. You better do it right. That shit better be an online class because you're going to have to sit in here for 12. Now, they only going 12 hours a week. The amount of credits is what you are spending per week in class. So if they can only spend 12 hours a week in class to go full time, why the hell this student need to go 30 some hours a week? For these eight classes, that shit don't make no sense to me. It doesn't make sense. I'm not going to have to. I'm not going to try to understand it. I don't really, you know, care if they get it or not, but y'all need to get it. Because they're talking about it. So apparently it's getting around that apparently it's an issue. School districts is starting to ban homework. Now. They maybe need to modify it. I'm not saying ban it totally, but it definitely needs to be modified. It, it does not need to be where every day they have a homework from all these eight classes. That is ridiculous. They don't have a life. And then they are being trained and prepared to be either military, in prison, or working somebody's salary job for the rest of their life. Go figure. Okay. Anyway. Moving right along. Now, I wanted to touch a little bit on the brat. Now, now we all know the brat Al from back in the day. All right, then. And she on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. And she on Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta um, with Bow Wow this season and things. So she's, you know, getting back out there since she did. Um, she did recently, not recently, but she did do some prison time for popping the chick 
with the bottle and whatnot. However, she did, I believe, two and a half years. Um, and the rest of the time she did on probation, which she just got off probation. She's done with that. And now um, they were talking about it on the Ricky Smiley show as well. Now, this is what I don't understand. So she currently owed $6.4 million to the lady that she served the jail time for and hit in the head with the bottle. That $6.4 million, of course, accrued interest while she was in prison, and so it is turned into $8 million. Okay. The brat has said she ain't never touched $8 million in her whole lifetime as of yet. So now what I want to know is who the hell comes up with, so I done went and did prison time, and I get there's restitution and stuff. If you commit a crime, you have to pay back generally whoever you committed the crime against whether that be the bank if you wrote a bad check whether that be whoever you did and committed the crime to there's restitution that's what restitution is for if it's a company or a person then you generally have to pay back your misdeeds or misdoings mm, restitution okay that's separate from your court fees and blah 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 do, 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 do. okay now at the end of the day if she's never touched eight million dollars and yes, they said that the lady has a scar on her face and whatnot. And so, this is my take on that. I get that she has a scar on her face. Wait a minute. Hold on. Because this is going to be an interesting one. I'm sorry, y'all. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that she got a scar on her face. And the brat has already acknowledged she's you know, spoke on her having remorse for how she damaged the lady's face and, and the altercation that happened. But she said, it was years ago. I'm sorry. I did it. I did my time in jail. I get it. But $6.4 million, who the hell came up with this restitution? That turned into $8 million over time due to interest. Who came up with this? She, it ain't even $6.4 million for the person to go buy a whole new fucking face. I done seen chicks do it for 100000 You can be a whole new bitch for 100000 See, all that. It could be 100000 Now, I, I like my face. Now, you know, I'm not the baddest bitch in the world, but I damn sure ain't ugly, so I'm cool with me. But at the end of the day, I done seen some chicks go in for... A hundred thousand, less than a hundred thousand. They could do all this, get you a new nose, new everything. They could go ahead and do some little, whatever scar derma on you, whatever need to happen. Some little facial reconstruction. It ain't no goddamn $6.4 million worth of anything to bring you back that you need to have. I said it. I, the bread ain't got to say it. Because I'm a separate party from her. I'm going to tell you. Just like how I did. I don't feel like nobody need to pay nobody. Now, no $6.4 million for their face. I, I know bitches right now. From West Oakland, they got big ass scratches. Boop, boop. I seen a chick the other day. Matter of fact, I'm in Atlanta right now. I still seen a whole nother chick. Boop, boop. Yes, you know how it is when you get that face sliced with that razor back in the day. You know. That's how it went down in the hood. How many of y'all hoes walking around with a slash on y'all face right now got $6.4 million from somebody because you was able to sue their ass? Oh, somebody that ain't never had $6.4 million. Right. So what people do is take advantage of the fact that if you ain't going to go sue the bitch down the street that just beat your ass last week, you don't need to go sue the bitch that bust your ass in the face with a bottle. Because I guarantee this same chick that was sued, that sued her for a ridiculous ass $6.4 million. And whatever judge okayed that shit need his ass beat. Because bitches ain't going suing nobody for no cut face. She did it because she had money and she seen a come up. Now, had she walked in there and got her ass beat in the club by any other bitch, she would have walked out with nothing but a hospital bill and a slit face. Bitch, that's what you got for showing up today. Your ass whoops 
and on the way home by your homies that throw you in the back seat and rush you to get your face sold up. That's how that happened. Now, no, oh, let me go find Shaniqua down the street that slashed my face and get this 6.4 mil. Hell no, nah, because you know damn well Shaniqua ain't got 6.4 mil. And you thought the brat had 6.4 mil that turned into 8 mil once again, and she ain't got it. So, what you still looking for? Why would you sue somebody? That's just like when people go to the grocery store and slip and fall on the floor and shit. What you slip on the floor for? Because you know they got insurance. When you slipped and failed at somebody's house last week, did your ass sue them? No, you didn't. Because you know they ain't got it. Or you wasn't even on that type of shit. But being that you see that old girl got it, you want to go sue her for getting your face slashed. Now, I get it. I see if she could pay... To have your, okay, a little cup, you know what I'm saying, give you about a, a hundred thousand for your pain and suffering because you look like a hot shitty mess for a second in between the time that she pays for your facial reconstructive surgery. Facial reconstructive surgery, which could cost about less than a hundred thousand for real. Send your ass to Dr. Miami or them niggas on botch. They got you. And if you go on botch, they might do it for free. Boom. Even cheaper. I'm just saying. So at the end of the day, do I think that the brat needs to pay her six point anything million slash eight million dollars now because you got your face slash? No, I believe she needs to pay for your surgery to get your face looking back right and get your little scar cleared up. But at the end of the day, she never had six point anything million dollars. The judge shouldn't have never agreed to that shit. Her attorney shouldn't even let that shit happen because like did your attorneys work for you or work for this bitch? Because who the hell? Let six point anything million come from a face slice. It would be some rich bitches. Every bitch in the hood would be rich right now. <coughs> Hush. Anyway. Everybody would be rich right now because somebody done had their ass whooped sometime in their life by some fucking body. And if you done sued every person that whooped your ass, everybody would be rich and everybody would stay in court and somebody would stay with a motherfucking garnishment. Because ain't none of the bitches who I know who face Miss Slash getting a check right now. They ain't got one. They just slashed. And most of them had Medicaid or Medicare. So they paid for their stitches. So, they ain't even incur no hospital bills. But not everybody have that. So those that did incur a little stitch or two... Agreed. The person that did it to you should pay for that. Now that depends. Did you need your motherfucking face lashed? Did you need your ass beat? Because some people do shit to get their ass beat. Mm-hmm. I don't condone domestic violence and all that shit. No, let's let's not go there. Let's not. But I don't condone that shit. But I don't condone. My mama always told me if somebody hits you, man or woman, you have the right to beat their ass. It don't matter who it is, man or woman. And if I hit somebody that's a man or woman, I need to be prepared for that nigga or that female to hit my ass back. True shit. Best advice I ever got. So I know if I hit a nigga, I need to know that I can take that nigga because I know that that nigga is liable to hit me back. Common sense. If a nigga put their hands on me, bitch, you got to fight. Because I'm going to goddamn go toe-to-toe -to -toe with your ass. I don't give a fuck. Every bit of this 5-2 is about to ball your ass up and eat. That part. So, at the end of the day, I don't go around doing shit to get my face lashed. <coughs> I don't go around just doing shit. Now, I get it. A couple people may be pissed off here or there, but everybody love me because I'm so sweet and so nice, and I try to be fair and do everybody right. But that don't mean that I got to fuck with you or you got to fuck with me, but ain't nobody about to just go around slashing my damn face, and I'm not about to go, oh, I'm not about to go do nothing to get it done either. But I'm not going to expect nobody to slash my face. But, and those that have had their face slashed, have you sued the chick or the dude that slashed your shit? And did you get six point something million dollars? And what really happened in that situation? Was it a provoked situation or was they some nasty motherfuckers that just came and sliced your shit? Now, I don't know the full situation on the bread. I know it was involving a bottle, a thick-ass bottle, hit the chick with it, got her face slashed. I get it. 
it was obviously in a heated altercation or it was some beef going on. And you know if it's some beef going on and you go around people that you got beef with, it's not going to pop off. Like in Cali, we have a thing called on-site. Meaning I don't give a damn if I see you at the baby shower, at your mama's house, in the grocery store, at the daycare, at the gas station. I could go on and on at your mama's house. It don't even matter. When I see you and where I see you is irrelevant to what's about to happen. That means whatever is bound to happen or whatever I'm feeling like when I woke up this morning, your ass about to get on top of the shit that you did that I'm already was looking for you for. Okay. So now. It's on site. But you knew when that nigga told you on site that your damn face could possibly be slashed. Now, did you go sue his ass or did you go and get some insurance real quick to make sure? Hold on. Let me get my facial insurance because I'm about to get my face slashed today. Mm-mm. Nobody woke up with that shit. Okay. So, Yes. I believe if you have been damaged by somebody, then that person does need to pay your medical bills and possibly a little pain and suffering, depending on the severity of the situation. Or if you attack them and then they just beat the fuck out of you, you don't need a goddamn thing. You don't need nothing because you got your ass whooped for attacking somebody. Serious, period. That's just it. But if you were attacked, then you need to have your medical bills paid. I get it. And possibly a little... Reconstruction, I get it. But no whole ass millions of anything need to be going to nobody because that bitch ain't never even seen no millions. The brat ain't seen no millions of no six point anything at one time over her whole life that she stated. And that probably can be verified with transactionary records that she ain't never had it. So how she gonna give it to you? That shit was dumb. It was too much. It didn't need to be that much. And don't nobody, and all y'all that got y'all asses whooped, that got y'all faces sliced, and a bitch probably sliced your face because you was whooping her ass. That has happened too. Various scenarios. But how much money you got from Because this chick want the brat to give her all these millions of dollars, which is ludicrous to me. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Motherfuckers that did fucked up shit to me now. I ain't sued nobody. I ain't went out talking about, yeah, let me get. Because I don't give a damn. Move on. Do what you do. Get your damages taken care of. But your damages ain't worth no motherfucking millions of dollars. Unless you pulling up what your actual ass is worth on your little, what you call it thing. According to your social, you know what I'm saying? Unless you pulling that up. You know what I'm saying? To see how many billions you worth and things. Other than that. You ain't got it. It's not liquid cash. The girl don't have the money, lady. She ain't giving you nobody's millions of dollars because she ain't got it. Just like Trump ain't got no motherfucking billions for that wall. So, the bread ain't got it. Trump ain't got it. They ain't got it. Okay? And, you've heard it here first. La La Madness, episode 9. Fierce Review. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, and um, Instagram. All right. Holla back.